When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, your host of Let's Ride Your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast. Welcome back. Happy Friday, everyone. The Steelers are back at camp. It is Friday. The weekend is almost here. What else could we be doing right now than talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? It's a Friday. If you're going to work, the last thing you want to do on a Friday is be headfirst in work all day. So take yourself, remove yourself from that mentally, even if you have to do it mentally, and say, you know, I'm going to take 30. I'm going to take 30, 35 minutes. I'm going to listen to Jeff. The Let's Ride podcast, Jeremy Drone bets in the second half with the All Bets Are Off segment, the heart-to-heart at the end. I'm going to hear it all. Maybe it's your commute to work. I hope that we're a part of your day because that means that you find us that important that you make us a part of your day. So thank you for that. My ride-or-die crew is the absolute best. We've got a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. And no, I'm going to say it right now. I'm not going to be doing a any type of podcast that's going to pertain to, you know, Players that showed out or didn't show up or winners and losers from camp, I'm not doing it. I am not going to do that. Really, I'm not. So I just, I, before we get into the, the nitty-gritty here, I want to make sure I remind everyone about the Steel Curtain Network, steelcurtainnetwork.com, which is a part of fansfirstsports.com. I can't stress this enough. I know that the vast majority of you that listen to our shows are diehard Steeler fans, but you probably also like other teams as well. We might have something for you there. So go to fansforsports.com. You'll see the tabs at the top. Go find your favorite team. Click on that tab, and you'll find their podcast if we have one. Maybe we don't. Not yet. We have over 100 feeds now on the network. That doesn't mean we have every team filled as of yet. We're working hard. I am working hard to do that, but we're not there yet. So make sure you check out fansforsports.com as well as steelcurtainnetwork.com. So let's talk about the news, right? I got to start with some AFC North news. The AFC North news was that on Thursday, Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals, goes down with a non-contact injury. 
our Jeremy Jerome Betts put it in our Slack channel, said, oh, it's a non-contact injury. And you're immediately thinking the worst. And I'm going to be honest. I'm not a guy that roots for someone to get hurt. I'm not a guy that looks for the Steelers to have an advantage because someone's hurt. Now, if the if let's say Joe Burrow is gone, lost for a significant amount of time, I don't think he will be, but still, let's say he was, and the Steelers are getting ready to play the Bengals one of their two times, I'm not going to say, you know, man, it's a lot easier without Burrow in the lineup, but I'm also not ever going to wish injury on anyone. I can't stand the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Browns, but I'm never going to sit there and say, boy, I hope those guys get hurt. That's just not my, that's not how I operate. And I hope that's not how a lot of you operate because I just don't, that gives me a really weird feeling when people do that or they, they, karma comes around. So just let's keep our heads in the right spots there. But Joe Burrow goes down. And when I watched the video, this is just me, my layman's perspective. I've been through a lot of training as it pertains to injuries and, and all that stuff. Uh, when I saw it, I was like, it's not a knee. Right when I saw it, I was like, I know it's not a knee. You know when dudes hurt their knee, not only with the way that the body kind of you know moves and stuff, but also the way that the player reacts. Their hands are going to go directly to their knee. Watch Kyler Murray last year when he goes down with a knee injury. Non-contact, in-game, what did he do? Went down, hands went directly to the knee. Joe Burrow didn't do that. He was kind of below the knee. So I was like, huh. Now, I'm obviously watching this thinking season-ending variety injuries. If it's not a knee, you're talking about a lower leg injury that's normally just one thing, and that is an Achilles tendon rupture. And I don't know. He It was weird. So I just kind of was like, let's see what happens. Well, after practice, Zach Taylor said that it was a calf strain that's been verified since then. And they're not sure how long he's going to be out. He's going to miss some time for sure. I want to know how is that going to impact contract negotiations after Justin Herbert gets his huge deal. It's it's one of those things. You just never know. But Joe Burrow, I'm sure he'll be back for the regular season. Will he be hampered early on? We will see. Uh, Maybe will he miss any time? I don't know. At this point, we don't know. All right, the other news. Great news for the Steelers. No players starting the training camp process on the physically unable to perform list or the pup list. That's awesome. I wrote an article about players that could be on the pup list. This was about a week ago. You're talking to Cole Holcomb, Larry Ogunjobi, um, a couple other players. That, hey, I'll talk to Jeremy Jerome Betts about this in the second half. Having no one on the pup list is a fa- is fantastic start. It is a great start to camp. You want to get everyone out there when you have so much roster turnover. Getting this group, whether it's offense, defense, inside linebacker, secondary, offensive line, doesn't matter. Getting them cohesion and getting them gelling early is really, really important. So that was great news. Now, uh, one of the big talking points here, and it's kind of going to lead us into the the main talking point of this podcast, which are the early takeaways from Steelers camp. It's going to start with this Mike Tomlin news. Now, you heard me. My source told me that, hey, this is a done deal. They just have to iron out some details and then... Wednesday afternoon, it starts being reported by people like Ray Fittipaldo, Jerry Dulac, both of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, that Mike Tomlin is not, I repeat, not going to sign a contract before the season starts. And they also added that there's no bad blood, there's nothing there's nothing going on, like negative vibes between the ownership and the head coach, I get none of that. But they weren't going to get a deal done before the season starts. So I contact our source. And I said, hey, uh, you kind of would love to know what's going on. Like, that's exactly what I said. This is a source inside the Steelers locker, inside the Steelers organization. Before we get to what my source told me in response to me wondering what happened was 
the fact that Omar Khan, he met with the media on Thursday, and they asked him about it. He said, look, I don't do contracts with the coach. That's between Art Rooney and Mike Tomlin. So that tells you Omar Khan's not in this equation as it pertains to this contract situation. But the one thing that the the inside source within the Steelers organization said is that there's zero trouble or animosity between the organization and Mike Tomlin. They wanted to be focused on this season, that there's they, they are going to continue to say that they're not going to do anything during the season, and that this was Mike Tomlin's decision. And they both agreed. They said, hey, let's just take a look at things after this year. There's they're, they're hopeful to get a deal done. There's two years left on his current contract. Both parties want to get a deal done but they just didn't want to have to worry about this in season or leading up to the season. Mike Tomlin essentially said, hey, why don't we just put this off? We don't need to do this right now. I'm focused on the season. I'm singularly focused, as he would say. So interesting, though. The source said, you know, originally it's not an if. It's not an if, it's a when. That when might just be after this season. Mike Tomlin spoke openly about this uh, in his initial press conference on Wednesday and said, you know, I'm, I'm at this stage of my career where I don't care about a contract. You know, I'm, I'm here focused on one year at a time. Does that mean that maybe he's nearing the end of his coaching career? Who knows? But I went back to the source because I said, this is not what you had said as it pertains to this contract. Turns out with all the other negotiations they had going on with Alex Highsmith, people like that, they decided just to push it back. That was Mike Tomlin's decision. Keep that in mind. So what I decided to do is I decided to have some takeaways from the early days of camp. Everything from the players reporting to camp to the first camp practice that wrapped up on Thursday. Here's what we came up with. The takeaways for you, the fan, uh, before we get Jeremy in here in the second half of the show. I think it's great that you know you knock on wood I just did regarding injuries you see, you talked about Joe Burrow, and you see that video, and it it definitely makes you rethink all your your approach to watching these guys in camp. You're basically saying, just please don't get hurt. And you, I saw Deontay Johnson a clip where Kenny Pickett aired out a ball down the sideline. Deontay Johnson goes up, gets it, gets his feet in, lands kind of funky. Turf kind of gives way. He goes down, kind of grabs his knee. And you're thinking, oh gosh, here we go. He was okay. DJ was okay. Deontay Johnson, but it does make you kind of take an overarching look and the takeaway of holy crap like it's great that they didn't have any players in the pup but you got to make sure these guys stay healthy while also getting them acclimated and getting them ready to go for the season one takeaway that i really loved was that there were no distractions to start the year you didn't see anyone flying in on a helicopter you didn't see a anyone showing up in a tractor or a fire truck. No one was dressed up like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And let me just say, before anyone freaks out and starts hitting me up on Twitter, saying, oh my gosh, Vince Williams was the best. Look, I thought that was great at the time too, but there also comes a point where when you're not winning, you feel like the approach should be, can we just show up and get to work? And that's exactly what this was. But it goes beyond just how they showed up to camp. There's no holdouts. There's no hold-ins like we saw with Deontay Johnson and TJ Watt in years past. They got everything done ahead of time. There's no financial negotiations going on. There was no fanfare. I loved it. Everyone that showed up seemed to have a very workmanlike attitude. I'm here to do a job. Let's get the job done. It might mean nothing, but at least it's a good start to the process for me. Let's go to the next takeaway. Man, it just feels like, and I'm not there. I'm not a training camp. I, I hope no one thinks that I am. If I put that out there, maybe you made, 
I made you think that I was a camp, then my apologies. I'm not a camp, but I'm watching closely. I'm watching on Twitter, listening to the interviews, listening to Mike Tomlin, everyone. I'm taking it all in. And I will say this. There is such a different vibe even from afar. I feel it. I can feel it just by watching this on video. I feel like it's, I don't know if it's just Kenny Pickett, the fact that when they're going into these practices, there is no question about who the offensive leader is. There is no question about who the quarterback is. And maybe that is just that injection of hope that everyone was hoping for. Think, go back to a year ago. Is it Mitch Trubisky? Is it Mason Rudolph? Is it Kenny Pickett? It's not Ben. What are we going to do? What's it going to look like? Everyone was kind of unsure and uncertain. That's not the case this year. A much different vibe. I've also talked to Alan Saunders about this, Jim Wexel, people that are in the locker room. They said there is a different vibe about this team. I love it. I'm here for it. Bring it on. Next, please... This is kind of like a cautionary tale, but understand that early depth charts and that includes practice reps are absolutely pointless. Whether a Broderick Jones, he was not with the first string uh, group, that doesn't mean anything. That's just where they're starting. It doesn't mean that's where they're going to end. So don't get too upset or anything like that if you see that Broderick Jones or maybe a wide receiver that you're touting and hoping makes a good name for themselves during the process, like Calvin Austin the third. If they're not out there with the ones, don't worry about it. And lastly, I think that the takeaway here, the last takeaway, is that you just get this feeling, and I, I, I listened to all the interviews, Kenny Pickett, TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, as they reported to camp. It just felt like, hey, it's a clean slate. Like, we have a clean slate here. This isn't any, there's no carryover from last year, other than, and Kenny Pickett said it best, when he said the only carryover is that you have a familiarity with your teammates. Other than that, you can't hang your hat on what you did in 2022. It does nothing. You got to start clean, clean slate. I love the way they've started camp. Obviously, the early takeaways you're going to notice are not anything on field. I'm going to talk about that more in the heart to heart. But there you have it. Some takeaways, some news, especially that Mike Tomlin contract situation. So coming up in the second half, I've got Jeremy Drone bets. We're going to talk about all things Steelers, all things training camp. We'll be right back and make sure you stay till the end for that heart to heart. Stay tuned. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back. It is the second half of the show on this Friday. You mean, yeah, you know what that means. It's time for the All Bets Are Off segment with Jeremy Jerome Betts. What's up, Jeremy? How's it going? Well, Jerome is in the house mm-hmm. and uh, happy to be so because it's Steelers training camp That's right. and there's a lot to talk about, Jeff. Yeah, there absolutely is a lot to talk about. And the first thing I want to talk with you about actually doesn't pertain to training camp. It doesn't huh? pertain to players reporting. I guess, although by proxy, I could talk about Joey Porter Jr., now, it was Wednesday, Tuesday, yeah. I'm sorry, Tuesday when he signed his contract. And I, I guess I just want to get your take on the contract itself. I was kind of astonished when I saw that the first three years are guaranteed. Not that I don't expect him to fulfill his rookie obligation of four-year contract, but that was crazy. And then he got that upfront signing bonus as well. What were your thoughts when he finally signed on the dotted line and we saw the details? I was just glad it got done before training camp, first of all, right. because, well, I mean, we're seeing it with Seattle now. Uh, Devon Witherspoon is mm-hmm. going to miss the start of training camp because he is not under contract. And the most important thing for rookies is to get those reps and to get in the system and to learn right away. So glad that got taken care of right off the bat. And I, I don't necessarily have any like issues, and I'm sure you're not saying you do either, with the contract, but it was kind of surprising to see three years guaranteed Uh, the Steelers breaking new ground in that regard, especially for themselves. Um, We haven't seen them do a lot of guaranteed deals, no matter what the situation is. And I know the first round picks under the new CBA, obviously they get their deals fully guaranteed for the most part. Um, And so the second rounders though, uh, getting in on some of those guaranteed deals and even third rounders, I think the Steelers gave um, Darnell Washington, some some guarantees this year as well so it's it's very intriguing to me to see how it's all changing and i think teams are willing to uh, lay the dollar down and guarantees a little bit more uh, based on how they feel about the player and obviously with joey porter jr you're not necessarily expecting him to get disgruntled in pittsburgh over the next three to four years and you're hoping that he can really play so you you've got a situation where you know, make the player happy, give him a little bit more guarantees and, and let him sign so he can get on the field. Yeah. The guaranteed stuff, you know, I give, I give agents a ton of credit because when you think about it, you have to go all the way back to Sam Bradford. He was the last draft class that got to actually negotiate one of those big time deals. And I remember personally hearing some of these contracts saying, this is absurd. This guy has never played a snap in the NFL. How is he going to make this much money? Well, now there's the rookie pay scale. And for a long time, it was, well, this is just cookie cutter. You were drafted in this draft slot, this round. Here's how much you make. And then it turned into, well, the agents say, well, what about guaranteed money? There's nothing in the CBA that says you can't guarantee the money in case my client gets hurt or something like that. Very interesting in in terms of how things are starting to shape uh, with contracts, even for those rookie contracts. But like you said, Joey Porter Jr. signs his deal, is in the house. He's at St. Vincent College getting those very important early reps in camp. But to me, when we're talking about camp, one of the biggest storylines, and I wrote this article for SteelCurtainNetwork.com, is that Mike Tomlin on Wednesday, 
he came out and met with the media for briefly met with the media. And he said, Hey, no one is hurt. No one is on the pup list, the physically unable to perform list. Jeremy, I'm sure you were like me when you heard that news. You're like, yes, yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No injuries. That was pretty good, yeah. wasn't it? Oh man, that's the, the best news to start training camp that you could get. And you know, it, when you're talking about a, a team that had some pretty good injury luck along the offensive line last year, you, you were just hoping maybe some of that would carry over this year. So far it has. And we, as fans, obviously appreciate getting to see all these players attack the field early on. I'm sure the coaches even more so, the players maybe even more so than that. So it's it's a fantastic feeling to to walk into this thing without many injuries. Hopefully by the time this runs, there there hasn't been any other news to the Yeah, country. that's true. Yeah, at the time this is being recorded, obviously uh, there's been no injuries or anything like that. Uh, due to scheduling, we're having to record this a little bit earlier than normal. But nonetheless, you think about the players that could have potentially started on the pup list. Cole Holcomb is going to yeah. probably be at the top of everyone's list. He had the foot injury last year, had to have surgery. And they they did hold him out of some of the spring workouts, whether it's OTAs or mandatory minicamp. I said Larry Okunjobi could have been a guy. I'll tell yeah. you a name that no one brought up, including myself, but Darnell Washington's been healthy. Yeah. You know, a lot of people said... Yeah. The reason he fell to the third round were because of health reasons. He seems to be good to go. He seems to be healthy. So I think that's really, really important. I do want to ask you. Go ahead, Jeremy. I was going to say, I think a lot of Steelers fans, including myself, may have forgotten because it was the final game of the year that Pat Frymuth had the knee, you know, and that was totally something that I wasn't even really tracking this offseason until it got brought up. And I was like, oh, oh, that's right. That looked ugly. So we're very, very fortunate and uh, thankful that Pat Frymuth is coming to camp fully healthy and ready to participate as well. Absolutely. And he, I totally forgot about that as well. And I remember how happy I was when it was reported after the fact. He, I think he went on someone's podcast and said, yeah, I'm good. It was just a sprain. I got to stay yeah. off it for a month or so, and then I'll be good to go. I was like, yeah, that's a great point. Now, when we talk about training camp, you're talking about all the training camp battles. Is there one or two for whatever reason that are intriguing to you the most, like what is the one that you're looking at? Or like I said, maybe two that you're like, man, I'm really excited to watch how and see how this plays out. What, what positions would that be? Yeah. Give me, give me one on offense and one on defense here, sure. Jeff. And I'll, I'll start on the offensive side and it's probably the one most people are looking at. It's offensive line, offensive tackle, kind of like we talked about a couple weeks ago. And Mike Tomlin said in his press conference that uh, Dan Moore jr. Would get, first team reps probably out of the gate he hasn't really thought much about it he'll obviously as he likes to say let their participation and play be their guide in that regard I call bs on that by the way tomlin's saying he hasn't thought about it get out of here it's your first round draft pick you trade it up i'm telling straight up bs you have thought about it mike tomlin but go ahead sorry to interrupt i totally agree with you <laughs> you gotta <laughs> take everything these coaches say with a grain of salt but yeah, just just to see how that all shakes out, to see what the rookie's ready for, to see how improved Dan Moore Jr. actually is heading into his, uh, his fourth season now for Dan Moore Jr. Is that correct? Or is it no, his third, third third year? Third season. Okay. Yes. My bad there, but still, okay. just uh, time flies. It seems like for some of these mm-hmm. draft picks, but yeah, uh, to get him in in the fold, ex- extra in shape, I guess is what we've been hearing, you know, and the depth behind them now, what you're going to have to see from Chooks Okorafor on, on the right tackle side, if he can hold on to that spot. There's just a lot of of 
work to be done and a lot to be seen here. One thing I think we can't underestimate as well is no matter who wins the job, the Steelers look really good now in swing tackle position based on the guys that we're expecting to be available to them, whether that's Tuxacorafor, Dan Moore Jr. or Broderick Jones landing that initial swing tackle role. That is huge for a Pittsburgh Steelers team who has lacked some depth in that regard recently. So big news for them. And on the defensive side, I'm actually looking at Nick Herbig and, and Marcus Golden. Okay. And I want to see, I just want to see where Nick Herbig is at in this pass rush sure experiment that the Steelers are going to uh, undertake with him to start out his career and see where he's at. Obviously the, the college production was great. He's, he's kind of defined as, as a, a polished rusher for his experience, if you will. So he, he mm-hmm. knows how to win with technique style probably needs to get a little bit bigger to handle NFL snaps on a regular basis, but you like what you hear out of it. So I'm interested to see what his role is and kind of how he bl- fits into this outside linebacker rotation a little bit, because I think that's going to tell us a lot about how, where he's going to be used throughout the season as well. So I'm very interested in that cornerback. You could have gone with, with the rookies and Levi Wallace, Patrick Peterson, all those different coordinations and battles there. But I, I'm really interested to see is the buzz around Nick Herbig legit. And what are we going to see out of this guy? It's a great point. And I don't think Nick Herbig gets a lot of talk because he's, not viewed as being necessary right now in his rookie season compared to someone like Darnell Washington, Keanu Benton, Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr. When you are, you're, you know, you're going to camp this year, which is fantastic. What day are you going in case people are there? Yeah. Saturday, August 5th. And I'll be bringing my brother with me, which is going to be fun. So we're going to tag team. Make sure you order yourself a steel curtain network shirt and you can wear it there. So everyone can spot you. There you go. Um, (laughs) But still, uh, when you are, if you're not there personally and you're following on Twitter, or social media, you're reading reports, what is your takeaway from those videos, the, the little snippets, the cell phone clip of maybe it's an interception, maybe it was a touchdown. Do you take it with a grain of salt or do you take it more of the, wow, like I, I see progress here. Like what, what is your thought process when you see some of these things coming out of camp? Uh, just to be perfectly honest, it's just exciting to to get a glimpse behind the scenes a little bit, if you will. I don't take a lot from it, honestly, because you know you it, it's easy to see a, a George Pickens highlight in practice and be like, oh man, this guy's gonna take the league by storm. And then you know, just like we experienced with Justin Hunter uh, from several oh, years yeah. ago on the back into the roster where mm-hmm. everybody just talked the dude up in practice and you couldn't get enough highlight videos and, and tweets from the Pittsburgh sports media at training camp and at practice, just glowing about this guy. And then it was nothing on the field. And so we've, we've seen George Pickens, you know, rise above that and, and make those plays on the field. But to me, it's like, yeah, you can, you can start seeing some guys that are actually making some progress, but, what can you really tell out of one little video clip pulled from the middle of practice? You don't know what they were actually repping there. Uh, was the defense letting the offense get this play done? Was you know was the offense kind of setting things up for the defense to run its scheme? We don't know all those ins and outs unless you're there or unless you're part of the coaching staff planning it all. Right. So I take it all with a grain of salt. You never know what it really means. So it's just fun to me to see behind the scenes, to see my team working out and learning this game that 
hopefully they're going to play at a high level this year. And it is exciting. And I do think that fans need to understand that there are certain situations, there are certain areas of the practice session that are orchestrated in a specific way. So I'll give you an example. And this happened on Twitter during uh, minicamp. So the media are allowed to film the individual portion of practice. So it's any one-on-one wide receivers are running routes, quarterbacks are throwing passes, and they are working on tight ends in the red zone, catching the ball off the wrong shoulder. And it's just one of those, you got to adjust your body. You got to make the catch, bring your feet down inbounds. The stripes were there. Zebras were there watching. The officials were helping with, did they get their feet in or not? And I saw these people saying, man, these quarterbacks suck. Like they're not even leading the receiver. Okay. Here's the context that you're missing. They're doing this on purpose. (laughs) This is not Kenny Pickett can't throw a 10 yard seam route (laughs) or to post pattern here in the red zone. It said he's throwing it to the other shoulder intentionally. And what was really interesting is I listened to Ben Roethlisberger's podcast, his most recent one. And he talked about Pat Fryermuth and how Pat Fryermuth was very natural in being able to do that and, and to be able to adapt on both sides. And uh, that's something Darnell Washington, when I had Jim Wexel on my show a couple weeks ago, he said he is struggling with a little bit. So he's got to learn that. He's got to get everything right. But just a little bit of context there for people that watch these videos and like, oh, gosh, like they're getting ready to bash someone. So, yeah. for instance, maybe there's a big play down the sideline. You're like, oh, how did Calvin Austin get behind everyone? Maybe they're screwing around with a new coverage scheme, trying a zone blitz, trying to send a cornerback on a blitz, and next thing you know, there's a, there's a blown coverage behind someone. Take it with a grain of salt. I think that's the best course of action. Okay, uh, last question here before I let you go. This is maybe putting the cart way before the horse, but I want you to think about the preseason. Okay. How are you handling the Steelers starters, especially quarterbacks, in the preseason when you only have three games and you're thinking about it's only a second-year quarterback and you got a really young offense and they got to gel and they got to get together and the defensive secondary hasn't really played much together. How are you handling that if you're the coach of the Steelers? It's tough this year because obviously you've got Kenny Pickett, who's the starter, not the guy you're trying to find out about this year. So you're going to protect him a little bit. But then what do you need to see out of Mitch Trubisky in the preseason other than get the ball maybe to some of these guys that are trying to make roster spots at wide receiver, tight end, running back, and your offensive, defensive fronts, you know, handling business, you know. So if I'm the Steelers, I'm taking a real soft approach at quarterback this year, and I'm just saying, you know, let's let's put some guys in, Trubisky, Rudolph, the, uh, the rookie undrafted free agent who's – name escapes me right now yeah me too <laughs> he's gonna escape everybody's uh minds here shortly when when he's cut uh, unfortunately yeah. but um still the 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 point i'm trying to make is you know we're not here to see the quarterbacks necessarily for this preseason and i know people tuning in and they're gonna be like i want to see kenny pickett you know but what i want to see uh, as somebody who's a little more deep diving into the team i want to see trubisky and rudolph come in for larger swaths of the game and feed some of these guys that are, are trying to make the roster. And then as you get closer to the season, ramp up Kenny into the offense a little bit, run some stuff that you want to see and just show us that he can get out there and, and move the offense a little bit. That's, that's it, you know, and outside of that, just putting guys who can get the ball to playmakers who are trying to make a roster. So that's kind of how I would approach it. And I know it's not flashy. It's probably not what fans would love, but it it makes the most sense to me in, in how to approach it this year.
Hey, I, I agree 100%. I think that's a great approach, and I, I will be interested to see how the Steelers handle that. I'm sure Mike Tomlin will be asked about that for sure. But you know what, Jeremy? I want to give you a chance to plug maybe what you're working on for SteelCurtainNetwork.com as well as for the Q&A coming up and the Steelers fix. So go ahead and do that now. Yeah, before I do, I wanted to hop on a soapbox just for a quick oh, second. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Just sure. a quick second. Going back to uh, clips coming out of training camp and the excitement overseeing those and everything like that. If you're a fan out there and you hear a rumor that the Pittsburgh Steelers might be involved in some documentary or something along those lines, and you go out there out of your way on Twitter and you say, no, thank you. Not for me. No one, any distractions. You're lying. <laughs> you <laughs> want to see the team as in depth as possible, as much as possible. You want to see them on hard knocks. You want Kenny Pickett to be on the Netflix quarterback show. You do. It's just yeah. what you want. You might say something on Twitter, but that's what you want. I just had to get that out there. Cause I'm seeing that a lot right now on Twitter no, that's fine. Uh, with the, with the whole jets on Absolutely. hard knocks thing. So uh, anyway, but going back to um, what you were setting me up for there, uh, the Steelers fix, we're going to finish up our fantasy football discussion with the tight ends this next week on Tuesday. We just did the wide receivers and we've done running backs and quarterbacks already. Basically we're drafting our top 10, and then we're talking about the Steelers players at that position if they don't fit in the top 10, you know, specifically where we would we would deal with those players, how we would uh, approach them in fantasy this year, and then identifying some sleepers at the position. It's a lot of fun. Q&A, not sure about the guest yet, but that will be Sunday night again. As always, come join us live and we'll answer your questions. I have a special guest again, as I always do. And then uh, just following the Steelers training camp on Twitter, you can follow me at thebets93. I'm going to be posting what I see and clips and giving my opinion on stuff that I'm seeing. So if you want my opinion uh, or want to be, see more Pittsburgh Steelers stuff than maybe you get in your feed, go ahead and hit that follow button and uh, you'll get lots of Pittsburgh Steelers, lots of NFL talk from me on Twitter. Yeah, for sure. All right, Jeremy, as always, thank you. And we will talk next Friday. Take it easy. Have a good one. See ya. All right, a big thank you to Jeremy for taking the time as he always does. I know we're excited to finally talk about some Steelers football. And now you look at it and, man, it's it's just, it's here. It's hard to believe it's here. But let's get to the hard heart. Like, we always finish out every Friday. Folks, try not to overreact to these camp reports. I, I say this with as, as much honesty as I can because even I get hyped when I see a big George Pickens catch or maybe it's a beautiful Kenny Pickett throw or maybe it's an interception. It doesn't matter. We all get hyped, and I'm not saying you can't get hyped. But do your best not to overreact. So... There's been already on Thursday reports about how players like Calvin Austin III and Trey Norwood did not have good showings in the first practice. I want you to try and put things in perspective and understand that everyone has bad days. Everyone. No matter what job you do, whether you're a student, whether you have a 9-to-5 job, whether you are a stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home dad, doesn't matter. We all have bad days. And if you have a bad day, it does not equate to a bad week month, season, whatever. Calvin Austin III's got a lot of pressure on him. Calvin Austin III didn't play much last year. I would imagine there's some jitters. He probably feels like a rookie all over again. You attend all the meetings, that's great. You didn't go out there and do it physically. So let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's let these guys get acclimated. Don't kill them after one day. We all have bad days. They start stringing them together and all of a sudden Calvin Austin can't catch the football and it's been two weeks and he's really struggled, that's a different story. But one day, one day let's pump the brakes, don't overreact, 
That's my best advice I can give you as to how to handle these situations in training camp. All right, that does it for me. On Monday, I'll be back. Not sure what I'm going to do on Monday. You know, normally the, the the Monday morning conversation is normally just for the off season. I feel like the season has started. I might be putting out some feelers to some people that are there at camp to kind of get a feel for what's going on. I'll definitely be having some of our correspondents on that are going to camp. We're talking KT Smith. I know Jeremy's going to be at camp, as he said, uh, during our segment today. So I'll have, definitely have them on to get their takes on things. But ultimately, we'll see how Monday plays out. you got to tune in to find out. In the meantime, make sure you check out fansforsports.com and steelcurtainnetwork.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. That's it. That's a wrap. That's a week. Thank you for being a part of it, making me a part of your week. You know how we finished it out. Be safe. Be kind, and God bless. Have a great rest of your weekend. Have a great weekend. See you on Monday. Peace to you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.